Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Blog Talk Radio. Dreams of order, just powerless like a circuit shorted. Shorted, button up your jacket before you try to sport it. It's cold outside, protect your chest from unforgiving weather. I find your raw hide, chapter 10, like pig leather. Now it's better, knowing better, a mental slavery debtor. Got a vendetta for culture robbers and wool sweaters. For me, eugenics is he's engineering in the prison sentence. A church in Mosul with temple to face your God's penance. I'm penniless, living in the pit of poverty, pimping is. Not the perm, the Cadillac pushing prints of the pinky kiss. True pimping is corporations from multi-nations who form monopolies distort your situation the media the medium the magic on the screen control your emotions tell you when to laugh and when to scream when to cry when to be angry when to bring hatred on the scene you know what i mean Careful contemplation, what I feed my body and my brain. For thinking outside the box, so where's the badge of the same? Donald Sterling became here to want the jigaboos of this game. Can these finest slaves carry on like everything is okay? We got men in skirts and dresses. Most rappers get to address it, cause they want to with Mac more where the button I press it. Oppressive, the system flexes its muscles until you check it. Organize your spiritual weaponry, now wreck it. I'm back from distant eons to chastise these peons who damage the earth for reasons. The senses for this season. Have come for the gods to return and wait with children to learn. Repent or get burned. This is the ancient man's turn to reclaim what he earned. He created with his sperm, his seed, his germ. Implemented into the great mother, none other. I ain't move or propagandists take lies, banter with slander. Cops cocking Glock hammers, handcuffing, reading Mirandas. Claiming they're right when they play South Paul trying to jam you. Physicians just pill pushes, lawyers just crooks trying to scam you. Schools are holding cells, better yet new age plantations. Teaching kids to worship the flag of corporations of devastation. Chris Cologne was worse than Al Capone. Get it home by sitting in home. I hope this opus penetrates your dome. To at the mouth, your foam attacking the lies they own. Oprah, I hope you listen and your Tyler Perry clone. The have not still have not sucker, but what we have got is a bunch of sad plots played out for some crumb drops. Couple houses, couple cars, some sperm shots. Yeah, your soul long gone, but your pockets got much fatter. Louisville slugger batter for the chatter. I'm out.
is the way the collective life experiences. The way in which education is put upon not just African people, but all people. Its purpose is to control and to contain in a box. And if you ever step out that box, you will then see a world that is outside the box. As my pen inks, my mind speaks divine bloodlines, abstract concepts, metaphors, and simplistic sublimes. My delivery's okay, but my writing's another time. Zone of its own like honeycombs and armies inside. Of my mind, I think it right, it kick it, then go and hide. In the furrows and the jungles of Jamal's hidden eye. Caught you staring, maybe glaring, still I will not comply. With the status quo, it's freedom, bro, that I hold on high. Hip-hop, holy scripture writers always collide. With the masses, Uber glasses, blocking vision inside. If offer classes with the passes, mean that I'm verified. Conversely, would a failure guarantee that I'm vilified? Choose to reside, yes, I just write Jamal outside, county lines. For the city limits, games that give me cluttering time. As fast as camera flashes, yes, I read the symbols and signs. The birds and the vines, the bees and trees, they all intertwine. I live outside the box when my system knocks. Something abstract, let my mind think before my eye blinks. Watch my dirty soul, don't let it sink. I stand naked in me. I live outside the box when my system knocks. Something abstract, let my mind think before my eye blinks. Watch my dirty soul. Don't let it sink, I stand naked with me. You sit with your hands on fit, the mitt, you're on too long for the outfit. And you come with no permits to certify that you're legit. Face the perils of the pits and the fists of pessimists who suggest that you should quit. Get a job and shovel shit, buy some dope and try to pitch. You got the fever for the flavor, but the flavor leaves an itch. And until you scratch the bitch, as a slave you be as pig. Now take a step into this ditch that you dug, can you dig? We're adults, no longer kids. For mistake, just consequence and hesitance. Cause since the lens that's been sold by foes and friends, love a teacher. Preachers kin, like pissing in the wind if you don't start over again and change your thinking. This lesson is about your perception. Your mind is the ultimate weapon. False reality is the ultimate deception. One, two, mic check it, we break it in a given second. I live outside the box when my system knocks. Something abstract, let my mind think before my eye blinks. Watch my dirty soul, don't let it sink. I stand naked as me. I live outside the box when my system knocks. Something abstract, let my mind think before my eye blinks. Watch my dirty soul, don't let it sink. I stand naked as me. Three in the midst of this reality, refuse to be a casualty. So casually, my mind patrols a galaxy where atoms be colliding with themselves and splitting constantly. Explosion and destruction is the birth of creativity. I'm crazy, see, maybe what you think of me Well, I agree, it takes a little lunacy To see outside the fantasy Imagine we remove the canopies, caps and coverings Exposing the true piano keys And play these melodies The people would be pissing levy penalties on enemies And government officials would be running for the hills And plead the tyranny that you inflict With the car and surprise you follow me Hands up in the air and raise them hurriedly Ferociously, emotions be the captain's soul So let them sink a herd, no blur Vision 2020 peep Planet surfing, mega hurt and free you feeling me, 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 you feeling me. Whether you suffer from pain in your back to aches in your knees, come on down and purchase you some ancestral tea to get rid of all the parasites, toxins, and fleas. Spiritual elevation for cosmic gravitation. So put away the patience, because there's no time to be wasted. Ancestral tea, that's all you need. 
TerrestrialTees.com. All rights are reserved. Peace. Peace, peace. Welcome back to another Masters of the Cosmos show live on First World Order Radio. This is Brother Jamal. And today's date is September 14th, 2017. And we are back one more again. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Past two shows. Thank y'all for listening to the podcast and also going on Dr. Arlene's YouTube channel and looking at the videos and commenting and sharing insights. But first and foremost, I need to send a shout-out to Dr. Eileen L. Bay and the goddess Kadira and thank them for opening up their platform, as I always do. Can't thank them enough for opening up First World Order Radio platform to other scholars to come on and as I always say, contribute to this feast, this buffet that you are privy to. It's uh, very important that we not take for granted the wealth of knowledge and information, or I should say information that can grow into knowledge that can then grow into wisdom, that we not take for granted the wealth of information available to us in this these times that we're living in. Of course, these are very tumultuous times that we're living in, but um, that's actually a good thing because the only constant that we do have for sure is change. And when change ceases to exist or to to reign supreme, then you are truly in a state of uh, death, conclusive death, not the philosophical death, death, non-existence. So... All of the crazy things we see going on, when we put on our metaphysical lens and we put on our occult lens, we're supposed to be able to evaluate things differently than just the average person. There is, um, what's what's the point of us seeking higher knowledge and illumination if we cannot illuminate everything around us so that we can see what is really, really going on. And um, 
that's why I really struggle with a title for the night because everything I thought I wanted to do, I kept getting pushed in another direction. I was going to do a show on um, what was going to be the title. Something to do with sex or something. Um, alchemy through that and got changed up and some people have been talking to me about, well, can we talk about depression and can we talk about multiple personalities and things of that nature? So I was thinking, okay, well, I'm going to go that direction. That got changed up. I'm learning as I get older not to fight when I have, when I feel, when I have certain inclinations or certain intuitive urges as you get older if you allow yourself to mature you learn to listen to that voice so so much stuff going on I just said I'm going to do this show tonight everything is a cult just leave it at that everything is a cult and that will cover everything (laughs) it will cover everything it will cover um so-called mental illness or mental disorders or um, depressive states. It'll cover current events, some things that we've seen in the news, you know. It'll cover um, just basic occult and metaphysical concepts which those should always be interwoven into whatever you're talking about. But before we get into the meat and potatoes of the show, I need to remind you all that Dr. Eileen and Sister Kadira have a big event coming up next weekend. It goes down on their property in North Carolina, it's the Animal Equinox Conference, and I'm going to call it Rejuvenation Conference. And I was fortunate enough to speak with Sister Kadira earlier today, and I asked her, I said, well, what do you really want to me to reiterate to the people about the conference? What, what, and just, just, and she had, Some simple words to say, unity, unity. And she said, um, getting back to indigenous living and unity amongst indigenous people. I thought that was interesting. You know, I always think I can elaborate on stuff, so um, watch me try to elaborate here. But, But seriously, though, you know, all this year, we started out this year talking about how this this year we're in adds up to the number one. Two plus one plus seven adds up to one, or ten, and ten is one. And that means wholeness. One means whole. So I thought it was interesting that first thing she said when I asked her, you know, what what, what is the ethos? That you want to express 
She said unity. So we see this synchronicity that goes on when we get on a certain frequency. You know, our minds start to vibrate at a certain pace, on a certain level. There's a certain common thread that runs. So uh, that is what she wanted to convey, unity and getting back to the core of indigenous living. And I'm going to add on that and say this is just a great time to go and recharge your battery. And we're going to get into this tonight because some of the stuff we're going to talk about is dealing with uh, partially harvesting energy. And when you look at some of the things, some of the current event things, I'm going to tell you about some stuff I know y'all ain't heard about, along with some of the things that, that you know, I know you've heard about in the news. Um, but we got to understand, why do children go to school in August, typically, mid to late August? Why does um, football start up? In August and September Understanding none of these things Are just Haphazardly chosen It's because This is a harvest season You're in the Last throes of summer And you're transitioning over To fall and as we go into the fall of the year, this is the time where you're supposed to reap the benefits of your toil throughout the earlier parts of the year. This is the harvest time. Now, keep that in mind when you think about all of the different things you see going on. And it's not just about, oh, they're trying to get our melanin. They're trying to harvest that. It's a little deeper. It is that, but it's still a little deeper as far as the complexity of how it all works and how it's tying in and functioning. I want to lead off with tonight the story of and I'm sure everybody has heard about it's um young lady who was found dead in Chicago. Supposedly she was in a freezer. Okay. Her name was is Kanika Jenkins. And we had a sister who um lives here locally in the area, and we're going to bring her on. If she wants to share her identity and leave that up to her, but I'm, I'm not going to volunteer all of that information, but if she does, wants to, that's, she, that's fine. But we're going to kick off the broadcast tonight with um, her sharing about a dream that she had. And from that, 
I haven't heard it yet, so I don't know where she's going with it. But from that, I'm going to give you all some more information about other things going on, and I'm going to show you how all these things are related. And then we're going to bring it back on the practical level to some things you might be feeling right now because of this eruptive energy that is coming up in all of us. You know, think about a lot of these movies you see with these volcanoes erupting in this. You know, when it's, you know, you hear the rumblings, the island starts to shake, you know, signs of danger. Um, And just apply that to yourself. So, we're going to get all into it and uh, and lay it all out. We're just going to kind of freestyle with it tonight. All right. So let me bring her in. Let me see. 817. 903. Hello? Got you open. Please. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Uh Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Uh, My name's Tamika. Um, I guess I'll go right into it. Back uh, during Labor Day, it was during Labor Day weekend, uh, whatever the date was of that Friday, a coworker of mine, she told me that she had met a guy online and they had, they were talking and she really wasn't that interested in interested in him um she said he was average looking but he purchased a round trip ticket through American Airlines to fly her out to Chicago so i said um if you're not really interested in this guy you know why are you going you know i'm not here to judge but why are you going she's a young lady 25 so you know anybody talking about spending money or where she doesn't have to come out of her pocket. She's all for it. So she told me that, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go. I had flowers delivered to the job. And and I'm like, you never went out with this guy, never seen him. You just met him online. She's like, yeah. I said, well, sweetie, you really need to be careful about that. I just got like a really eerie feeling. So, um, Friday comes along, and she says that she was flying out about 7-something. And I said, okay. I said, when you get there, I said, please text me. Let me know that you made it. I said, you need to take a picture of this guy. I said, take a picture of whatever he's driving, his license plate. And I was like, you need to send me the address of where you're going to be. And she was just like, okay. So um, later on that day, I would get off from work. I'm telling a girlfriend about it because I just felt real uneasy about it. And um, we had wound up um, going out to eat, a close girlfriend of mine, and she said, have you heard from her? I said, no. She was like, did she give you the flight information? I said, no. I said, I'm just going to try to call her. So when I called her, the phone went straight to voicemail. I figured maybe the phone was dead or off or maybe she was still in, she's still in the air. So um, I leave out um, from having uh, drinks and dinner with a girlfriend of mine and my best friend um, she calls me, and she's like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, oh, nothing. I said, I, I just went out with a girlfriend of mine. I said, I'm getting ready to head back to the house. 
So she was like, okay, cool. She's like, you know, I'll come over there. We can hang out or whatever. So um, she gets over to the house, and um, my my best friend, she's she has amazing psychic gifts. I mean, a lot. So we, she gets over, we're talking, and I'm telling her about the situation, and she was like, girl, that doesn't even sound right. I said, yeah. I said, I'm going to. I'm going to leave it alone, give it the benefit of the doubt. Okay, so it's getting late. We've been up drinking, and um, she decides to crash out over here at my place, so we get ready to lay down and go to bed. I'm tossing and turning. I really can't sleep. So um, I finally wind up drifting off, and then when I do, I wake up early in the morning. It's about maybe 7 o'clock, and um, I have this really bad dream. Um, when I dream, I dream where it's like I'm in the dream. It's like I'm looking at TV, like I'm looking directly at what's going on when I dream. I could see it vivid. Um, my coworker, um, I had a dream that she was out, you know, with a the guy. They were out at partying or whatever, and they were at some table, and she was sitting down, and he put something in her drink, and she started getting hazy, um, and he walks up behind her and puts like a rag or a cloth over her mouth, and she whimpers, and then all of a sudden it blacks out, and then when it blacks out, she's in this dark room, and she has like like no clothes, no clothes on. So from this point, I'm trying not to panic. So my best friend wakes up, and I was like, hey, I was like, girl, I had a bad dream, and she's like, oh, Lord, here we go with this. I was like, no, I'm serious. She was like, well, she was like, I didn't have a bad dream, but she said there was this woman. She said I could hear this woman. She was in this dark room. She screamed, and she said that was it. She said it was like a faint light, and she said that was it. So my best friend, she didn't think anything of it. Um, So it just kept bothering me. So here it is. It's Saturday. I hadn't heard. Well, she, my coworker did, when she got off the plane, it was about 11-something, she texted me and said, hey, I just got off the plane. But she didn't do what I asked her to do. She didn't text me to let me know or take any pictures to let me know where she was staying. So a coworker, another coworker that we both know, he's in her department, I wound up calling him. And I was like, hey, I said, did um, um, such and such tell you that she was going to Chicago? He goes, oh, yeah. He goes, I told her I didn't have a good feeling about that. And he was like, I told her that. She needs to get a picture of the driver's license, and you need to, you know, text it. He goes, you know, we're worried about you. He's like, I I just don't have a good feeling about that. And he was like, she told me she went out with the guy a couple of times. And I was like, you know, that's a crock of BS. I said, she just didn't want to, you know, feel judged thinking that we were going to think she had whole tendencies or something. So anyways, um, he winds up texting her and calling her, and she does pick up, and um Finally, after the fact, she gets a hold of me. She does call, but then when she calls, it's like she's kind of like rushing me off the phone. So um, that kind of has me nervous. She wound up sending me to her location of where she was at, but she never took a picture of her surroundings, what she was doing. Um, She was staying downtown uh, Chicago. I still have the text message in my phone of the hotel. So... um, Later on that day, I, I busy myself. I'm like, let me stop thinking about this. I'm like, this woman, she's an adult. You know, she, she's grown. She can do what she wants to do. I'm, you know, I'm overreacting. So my spirit kept telling me, no, no, no. 
So I pulled my pendulum out. And I started asking my pendulum, like, um, hey, is she coming back home by Sunday? It said no. I asked, was she coming home Monday? It said no. So from that point, I'm like, okay, is she not coming back because there is a flight delay? It said no. So from that point, I just got all the way bold with it, and I asked, was she not coming back because she was basically going to be killed or murdered? And my pendulum swung so strong, yes, that it damn near flew out of my hand. So I told my best friend about it, and she's like, you know, I just think that your nerves are bad. You know, just calm down. You know, usually when you do energy work with pendulums, it's usually right on the money. But, you know, we have free will, and it might have turned out that way, but maybe she did something to change the course of action. She said, you know, you can't judge everything off of that. I was like, okay, yeah, you're right. I said, I'm going to leave it alone. Okay. So fast forward, the situation comes about with um, Kanika Jenkins. And when I started hearing the stories about, there was so many rumors about somebody giving her something, maybe in a drink or drugging her, um, how the sister talked about um, she had to have put up a tussle because her hair was long and straight, but when they saw her after the fact, her hair was messy, scattered all over her head, and, you know, about her being dragged in that um, that freezer. And um, one night, as I was laying down in bed, I saw her face. It was like she was right in my face. Um, in the dream, she was in my face. She appeared to me, and she stood to the side. And when she stood to the side, I literally saw her body, and it was three people. It was one person on the right of her where they were holding her up by her right arm. Then there was a person on the left of her where they were holding her up by the left. And then there was a person at the back part of her, like by her feet, holding her legs up, and they were dragging her body off. And then from that point, I just jumped up out of my sleep. And that's um, pretty much what happened. And I truly believe that what I was feeling with the situation with my coworker, that had to do with um, that had to do with um, Kanika Jenkins. Like you tapped over into to her situation through your coworker. Yes. Because normally when I dream, when I dream or if visions come to me, they're normally, it's normally not stuff in the past. It's things that come, um, it, 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 it comes to pass. It's future-wise. It's always future. Did you ever hear back from your coworker? Yeah, she returned. She actually came back Sunday. Hmm. Okay. So, so that so that gives you more credence to feel like it was actually about the situation with Kanika Kanika Jenkins, the the dream. Yes, and then during yes, and then during the time when my coworker was gone, I was looking at stuff all on the internet about sex trafficking because I th- I thought this guy was some part of some sex traffic ring because I'm like, who does that? You meet somebody online. And you're you just blatantly come out and pay eight hundred dollars for a round trip ticket, 
and then you're sending flowers to the job and you haven't seen her in person, I was thinking all kinds of things, sex trafficking or um, what do they call that um, with the organs? Yeah, organ harvesting. Uh, uh, organ trafficking. Mm-hmm. Harvesting. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing I thought about was maybe your coworker got a, a dual life that y'all don't know about. You know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she's about that life for real. <laughs> but either way, no matter what, <laughs> no matter what she's into, it's very possible. And this is how stuff works. Somebody comes along and starts you on down a road that they really may have nothing to do with, but the whole point was to put you on a certain trail or a certain path. You know, right. so as she was just a conduit for you to tap into what was going on with um, the other young lady. Man, that's that's wild. Um, I don't. It's not a stretch to me because I've seen some things happen. Mine. I had a dream the other night, and it, it wasn't of that magnitude, but it was very simple. But I was in a dream. I was shooting dice. And the dice okay. were green. And and I'm not saying this to get to, to, to deflect from you, but I'm just just to confirm how you can get messages in your dream and they're forecasting or they're talking about something in the future. Mm-hmm. In the dream I'm shooting dice. Green dice. Mm-hmm. And then in another dream, I, I, for some reason, in the middle of the night, I get hungry and I want some, some chicken. So I said, I'm going to go to the store and buy some chicken and bring it home and cook it. So I didn't have a car. So for some reason, I take off and I'm jogging down this dark street. And it's like in the dream, I'm like, okay, I can't jog that fast, so I'm just going to take my time. Pitch black dark. So it's on the street in my hometown. So when I get to um, this particular street called Merriman Avenue, I'm like, man, if I go all the way down Merriman to Ingalls Grocery Store, that's a long way. I'm going to make a right and go south down the street. And all of a sudden, make a long story short, I end up on the other side of town, on the south side of town, and I'm in a car. And I'm driving up the street, and I look to my left, and I see a store called Malcolm X Clothing. Now, we ain't never had no such thing. I ain't never heard of nothing called no Malcolm X Clothing. But there was a red (laughs) X. On the on the on the building, and it's a clothing store. I'm like, damn, Malcolm makes clothing, but I keep I keep driving up the street. The next right. day, I come across a movie on Netflix, and the movie 
actually is something that we're going to, I'm going to do a, uh, we're getting ready to start a new thing um, probably in November on decode movies. We're going to do a class okay. where we're going to watch the movie in real time and we're going to decode it as we watch it. And this is one of the movies. The movie is called, um, damn, what was the movie? Holes. H-O-L-E-S. In the movie, in one particular scene, a little boy is about to, they're in this little work camp for little wayward teenagers. And one particular scene, this little boy, one of the main characters, decides He's had enough. He's about to take off and run off from this camp, and he's in the desert. No water, no food. He's like, "Fuck it, I'm about to. I'm tired of this. I'm about to split." The, in that scene, the camera goes, flashes over to a pickup truck. Inside the pickup truck, hanging on the rearview mirror, two green dice. Wow. Also in the movie, the whole story starts off because this little boy had stolen some some cleats from a professional baseball player who had donated them to a homeless shelter. On the back of those cleats were red X's, Malcolm X, X. Oh, wow. I just watched this movie. I mean, I just had this dream the night before. Then I put in this movie, and there are these symbols. So I'm not going to go all into what the symbols mean. But the point is, is that I dreamt this shit, and then the next day, I stumble across this movie, which confirms that we have some ability to tap into something that is extraterrestrial, otherworldly, Mm -hmm. beyond physical reality, Mm -hmm. and see things. That's interesting that you say that. What's that? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you short. Go, go ahead. I, I had something to, to ask you. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was saying that was interesting how you brought that up about the um, extraterrestrial. I want to ask you a question because I've seen this about three to four times. You know the movie The Lord of the Rings? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know the eye? Uh, I think it began with the M. It was like an eye, and it had like a long slit, like a black slit that was for the pupil. The pupil. Mhm. Mhm. Okay. Uh, one night in my in my bedroom, I swear my room is like a portal. I have like the strangest shit that comes through there. Um, that eye was in my room, and behind the eye was like a thick, scaly skin. I don't know if it was a dragon. I don't know what it was. It moved from one end of my bedroom to the other. And I wasn't scared. I was looking right at it. 
So the next day I get up and I go to a uh, metaphysical store in Fort Worth, Enchanted Forest. The spirit said, go, just go. So I go in there. Mm -hmm. I go in one of the back rooms, and I have it in my Mm -hmm. bedroom now. It's a dragon, and it has that same eye that's on it. Um, that I right. came to me last night. There. And mm. um, I, I have like a dragon ring, and I wanted to ask you, like, what is that? What does that symbolize? Because I truly don't know. The dragon. I just know that I'm drawn to it. Yeah, the eye, the dragon. The dragon is your soul. That's the. That is. That is the untamed, raw, primal energy that is really the essence of who you are. That is, you need to check out, um, I don't know, I can't remember which one it is, but I, it might be in the title where Bobby Hammond talks about Labado. Labado ah, the okay. And uh, last week, I, I don't know if it's last week, yeah, last week, and I show I talked about the dream I had in 2013 with a, with the blue dragon. So this dragon is representing your soul, or if we want to say, what does a dragon do? It typically in mythology it spits fire. So fire is right. kundalini energy. Mm-hmm. It's reptilian, so it also would be synonymous with a snake. Snake is also called Nakish. Nakish is spirit. Also, it's um, Nagus, serpent. Uh, um, Ophite. You had the Levites, Ophites. Ophite is wisdom. So whenever you anything with a dragon, serpent, snake, you're talking about wisdom. <clears throat> you're talking about primal energy. You're talking about the real, true self of who you really are. And it comes as a monster because it's something that's out of this world. So if it's something that's out of this world, then there's no package. There's no dainty package to put it in that's palpable to this world that we live in. So then it appears as a monster. Because it's it's, okay. it's too powerful to package in a paradigm that we can associate with 3D, three-dimensional reality. Which leads to, did you ha- have anything else you want to share on that before I go in on this? Because I want to break down what, what does she really truly represent? And what what all is going on? Um, no, I don't I don't have anything else. There was uh, another dream that I have, but it's it's irrelevant. I can talk about that another time. I I'd rather go on with what you're about to say. So that's fine. Go ahead. Okay, cool. Well, um, just. Um, There's been a lot of traffic on social media and internet about I didn't even know what what it was all about. 
I have stuff I just don't even, you know, I feel like there's so much clickbait and just distractions and things. I'm always kind of sometimes a little late on whatever it is that everybody's talking about. I usually don't pay no attention. But this is continued going, and I saw somebody do a video, and it's about harvest, and it's like, oh, okay, well, this, let me see what what this is about. And I saw the name come up, Kanika Jenkins. And for some reason that clicked in my head, Kanika, that sounds familiar. Kanika, Kanika, Kanika. And I got to thinking about um, the origin of one of the um, Indo-European roots for the word honey. And uh, this is in the origin of uh, English words. And one of those roots is Kaniko. Her name was Kanika. Honey comes from Kaniko. Now, what's important about honey is that honey also um, traces back to the word melis. Melisines, Melissa. And you got to start with the root. The root of that is male. Male as in melanin. So whenever you read any ancient text or mythology, including the Bible, which is a book of mythology, when they talk about honey, honey is synonymous with chrism, which is Christ, which is oil. So the anointing of oil or the land of milk and honey is talking about higher consciousness and on a physical level is talking about the fluid that comes from the 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 cerebrum um of the brain which is colostrum which is literally higher consciousness represented it, represented in fluid that bathes the brain and controlled by the pineal gland. So honey, which is Kaneko, which is melis or melisine or melanin, now tells us what was the ritual. This is what we got to understand about when a story goes out. And um, in media, whether it's print radio or television or with now we have the the whole online thing there are teams of people who sit down and determine what is going to be put out at each news organization now those people no matter what news organization it is answer to a higher team None of these organizations are actually competing with, with each other. They are only there to create the illusion of competition. They are government entities that are put out to carry out certain messages. So when they choose what stories to pull off of the AP wire and then put out, when everybody runs the same story, that means they have gotten orders from somewhere higher 
and usually they are carrying out protocol for a ritual. We think this stuff, some people would say this is pseudo and all, this is a bunch of poppycock and this is just grasping for straws because they don't understand what governs our reality. That's why I chose the title for this show, Everything is a Cult. Not a cult, but a cult, O-C-C-U-L-T. A cult means hidden, but you got to take the last or the, 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 the root of the word is cult and turn it around. That C-U-L, cult, is really luck, L-U-C. It's an anagram. And luck is the same root of what? Lucifer. Lucifer. Look means illuminate, light. So a cult is talking about an inner hidden light. Everything that happens has an inner light that is being stirred, that is really driving what you see on the outside. Now, most people who are talking about this, Kanika Jenkins, is from the standpoint of, oh, this is something else. So they're trying to harvest our organs to get melanin. Or uh, it's a shame how the police let her. They didn't even try to help out. Now, this is some of the conversations we'll, we'll, we'll have going on. But what we have to look at to really understand how a ritual works, they give you all the stuff if you pay attention to all the little details that they lay out. She is in a city called Rosemont. Now listen to it. Rose, as in the rosy cross, Mont, as in mountain or hill. So they're already setting up the ritual. The ritual is that the ritual is to attack the pineal gland. That's the rosy mountain. That's the rosy cross. Rosicrucian deals with the heart and the pineal gland. She's 19 years old. One plus nine equals 10, which is one. The year we're in equals one. Sometimes we sound, we say things and it sounds so far-fetched. And then they come back and do things and give you confirmation that you really ain't crazy. You really are on it. And they are really, really working. She was found inside of a hotel called the Crown Plaza. Crown. The head. Okay. Let's just look at uh, some other details. She. Now listen to this. This is not an important detail to convey in a story. Investigators say they have been reviewing the Facebook video as well as surveillance video. This is coming from Chicago Tribune, including from 47 cameras in the hotel. Now, that is not an important detail to shaping this story, 47 cameras. So when you're trying to decode things and pick up on what's, what, what's the hidden message, when you find a detail that's given, that has no bearing on you getting an understanding of the story. This is that was that was a that was basically 
uh, on the mundane level, that was a fluff statistic to give or a fluff data, 47 cameras. So what's 47? Four and seven is 11. Gateway. All right. I'm going to show you 11 again. They said, um, where is that at? Let me find the other story because we got it right up in there. Oh, they said they searched for her, listen to this, for 11 hours. Who was keeping track of the time? Okay, we're starting to search at 5 o'clock. We're stopping the search at 4 o'clock. It's been 11 hours. It's another sign that let you know. See, it's 11. Now, once again, going back to the thing about this being a, a, a ritual about shutting down illumination, shutting down the pineal. Once again, she's in Rosemont. That refers to the pineal. She's in the Crown Plaza Hotel, Crown now, listen to this. Body was found, this is coming from CBS News, body was found in a hotel freezer. Um, police investigating the death of the teen whose body was found in a hotel freezer say they have interviewed 12 people who were involved in some way. Now, your pineal controls 12 cranial nerves in your brain. Jesus had 12 disciples. These numbers give you clues as to, first of all, this is definitely a ritual, and what type of ritual by the numbers. Now, see what you do when you study mythology and you study symbolism. That's a left brain application. Then your right brain can then take over with all that data you read and all these books and then when you see this stuff, that clicks on, then your creative mind comes in and you can see how all these pieces fit in. Because you got to be damn near crazy, as I am, to even think that these numbers actually matter beyond just being just raw data. Oh, it's just 12 people. Oh, it's just 11 hours. So that's where your right brain, your right brain comes in and allows you to have just enough insanity to say, oh, these numbers have symbolic meaning. And then by all the research you do with your left brain, now you put all this together and you see what the game is. Now, the, the most important part of this thing was she's found in a freezer. She's found in a freezer. Now, that right there tells you the most fearful thing or the most feared thing on the planet, and it also tells you what the counter strategy is to try to stop that energy. The most feared thing on the planet is what uh, Sister Tamika spoke about when she talked about the Lord of the Rings movie about 
that I and the reptile and the dragon. The dragon or the monster in you is the only real thing that scares these ghosts. Because, you know, we always talk about they, they, the elite. But, you know, we, we, you know, some people say, oh, the Rothschilds and oh, oh, the rock. But it's deeper than that. It's the hand. It's the unseen hand. It's hard for us to really pinpoint, but we know that, that, that they exist and there's an energy or a thought form that governs their actions. What do they really fear? They fear the monster in you awakening. So what does that monster need to remain in, in static mode? They know they can't kill the monster. They can't kill it. But they keep giving us images of death to continue to try to scare us about death. You go, what we got to understand in all of this conversation is that the fear of death was introduced by Euro-Asians. That is where the fear of death comes from. Indigenous, indigenous cultures around the globe have always had some form of veneration of what we call death because there's always been an understanding that death is a doorway, a greater reality. So because we are all living under basic Euro-Asian minds now or brains, then Whenever we see something dealing with death, it triggers that fear mechanism that has been programmed into us, and we go into long, drawn-out periods of lamentation. Now, ain't none of us going to do nothing. We ain't going to go out. We'll, we might go and get some drums and walk around. No justice, no peace. No justice, no peace. And go out in the street and scream, you know, and, you know, things of that nature. But beyond that, we ain't going to do nothing. So if we know that, then why would we carry and spend so much time with the, look how they're doing us with that type of, it's, that's why they put it out there for us just to do that. They need to freeze this reality where it is. That's why they did the mannequin challenge. That's why they did the ALS, ice bucket challenge, all of this stuff. We participate in all this. People on videos on Facebook, YouTube, pouring ice water on their head and then say, uh, I challenge you, motherfucker, yeah, you can challenge me until uh, pigs fly. See if I'm going to let somebody post some ice water on my head and they not get an ass whooping afterwards. It's, we don't understand how rituals work. 
it is the 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 this is the only warfare that is really going on is mental. Everything else is just just uh, diversionary act, uh, uh, actions, and it's just theater. All the stuff is coming down to mental. It is your mind that is feared because it is your mind where that monster is going to wake up. And that monster that rises up to that crown plaza where this, this young lady's body was found, that monster that rises up in that crown plaza, that is the most powerful weapon known to the cosmos. So let me give you some other things that's been going on just to show you intricate rituals work, some things you may not be familiar with. During the whole Hurricane Irma saga, let me tell you about something that happened in, uh, y'all probably heard about this. There's a nursing home in Florida Hollywood, Florida. Now that, that that ought to get your attention right there. Hollywood, Florida. A nursing home where uh eight elderly people were found dead. Now they said the temperatures got up to ninety degrees. Let me backtrack to Sister Kanika Jenkins because they said in one particular video, she was on the ninth floor in the hotel. Okay? In this thing with the nursing home, they said specifically the temperature got up to um, 90 degrees. They said their ages, they ranged in age from 70 to 99. What's 9 plus 9? 18. What's 1 plus 8? 9. Last year was 2016. It adds up. 2 plus 1 is 3. 3 plus 6 is 9. Let me tell you what one of the key things to this ritual is. 2016, they needed to stop the clock at the number 9. Because nine is the circle. What God sits over time? Kronos. Kronos. They need to keep us trapped in time. Nine being the circle, the circle of time. We mentally are not collectively in the year 2017 yet. Let me backtrack. We are, but the goal is to freeze us to not fully be engaged and understand what I'm trying to say. This year is about becoming whole. Becoming whole, if something has been separated and all of a sudden you thrust it back together, what happens? There's an explosion. In geology, there's a term called accelerated plate movement. So when plates move apart, you know, in plate tectonics, they move apart. But 
at whatever speed they move apart, they come back together exponentially faster. It's like a yo-yo. The yo-yo, when it hits to the end, it comes up faster than when you throw it out. So accelerated plate movement means that when something starts to come back together, the, the thrust of it coming back together causes colossal destructive energy, explosion. That's what this year is. Coming back together don't have nothing to do with no, you know, oh, it's going to be nice and pleasant. No, it is eruptive. It is disastrous. So they're in Hollywood. They're they're giving you – we got to – be able to see things on different timelines and understand how they all fit in together. Nobody would think this a damn nursing home thing has anything to do with something in Chicago, and Chicago has something to do with something in Southern California. But check. Stay with me. We're going to put all this shit together because it all fits together. Now look, the energy that sits over this physical realm that we're living in is called Aldabaoth. Aldabaoth is called the blind deity. Let me refer to Gnostic scriptures. In Gnosticism, Aldabaoth, his name is also Samael. It says their chief is blind because of his power and his lack of acquaintance and its arrogance is said, it is I who am God. There is none apart from me. When it said this, it sinned against the entirety, and this utterance got up to incorruptibility. Then there was a voice that came forth from incorruptibility saying, now incorruptibility is talking about the divine mother, the great mother. And divine mother said, you are mistaken, Samael, which is God of the blind. All right? So the deity that sits over this physical reality that we're in is Aldabaoth. These rituals are paying homage and attempting to reinvigorate this dead energy, which is an actual thought form that governs our whole three-dimensional reality. Now, stay with me. Because now we're going to travel to the other side of the country. Damn. Um, To um, California. Now, I want you to listen to this. I'm just going to read the um, caption under the picture. USC Trojans long snapper Jake Olson, number 61, leads the USC marching band after the Trojans defeated Western Michigan. In this picture, this guy is holding up a sword. Now, let me tell you what's so important about this. This is a blind dude who plays for the USC football team, and they led him out on September 2nd which is the same as September 11th, because one and one is two. So two is really an 11, and 11 is two, vice versa. 
In this game, they led him out, and he successfully long snapped. Now, long snap, you know, when a, when the kicker kicks, the person who snaps who, who snaps the ball back to him, that's called long snapping. Okay. This guy, as a blind dude, successfully snapped the ball back to the placeholder so that the kicker could kick it. What's the ritual in this? Well, this demiurge in the Gnostic text called Aldabaoth or Samael is called the blind god. That's what Aldabaoth means, blind deity. Well, his number would be seven because this deity created the seven archons. This boy for Southern California wears 61. Six plus one is seven. He is Aldabaoth. That's what he's representing. And at the end, he leaves the marching band and he holds up a sword. That means he has the light. The whole problem with Aldabaoth was that he was incomplete. He did not have the light. So the light, which is melanin, was then sent down and put inside of the first man and woman and their offspring. Same thing in the Prometheus story. Prometheus steals fire from the gods. That means that the ego entity that sits over the real gods never had the light. They are paying homage to this energy, which is a thought form. They're paying homage to that. And they need to also reinvigorate it because it needs energy. So they go and create all of these different scenarios. Let me go back, though, to the Hollywood thing with the old folk. Notice these were elderly people. Now, Brother Krishna, I'm coming to you. Because you talked about Cthulhu. Who, what do they call the whole Cthulhu mythos? The elder gods, the old ones, the great old ones. Who did they kill in this nursing home? Eight elderly people. That's representing the great old ones. And what did they use? They used the same thing that the great old ones are supposed to rise up out of. They used that to subdue them or as the trigger. Water. In a place called Hollywood. Now understand the significance of Hollywood. Hollywood is a magical, is used to make magical wands. Now, the whole ritual of Christmas is dealing with what's called the Holly King and the Oak King. The Oak King is born on the summer solstice, all right? The Oak King dies on the winter solstice, and the Holly King is born. So you're celebrating the birth of the Holly King, which is comes out of... Uh, 
what they call paganism, and then the Roman Catholic Church comes in and usurps the Holy King and puts in Jesus is born on Christmas. So you did you know, so we'll see some little history on the whole Holly thing. So that's why they chose the name Hollywood, because these are places where they're gonna conduct magic. Florida means flower. Flower also is synonymous with the word blood. Blood, flower, flora, penis, belly, all come from the same root family. So don't think that this is just by happenstance, this thing here in Hollywood, Florida, where they got to kill the great old ones. All right, let's keep moving. Down in Orlando, Florida, August 31st, listen to this. After years of living with chronic kidney disease, one man used a T-shirt and a trip to Walt Disney World to let the world know about the hard-to-find treatment he's searching for. On Sunday, a woman named Rocio Yanira Sandoval came across Robert Lebowitz at the Magic Kingdom who was wearing a shirt that said, quote, in need of a kidney. Oh, positive. His shirt said, in need of a kidney, old positive. Now, what's the universal blood type, ladies and gentlemen? Is it not O positive? Is that not a common blood type for melanated people? Now, of course, he's a Jew or uh, someone who's posturing as a Jew, Lebowitz, and we know about the sprinkling of blood in their line. He says, oh, positive. And I'm going to tell you how all of this connects. Your kidneys eliminate. They purify and they help with elimination. Elimination is the key component to physical health, and cosmic health. If you can't eliminate toxins from your body, you are worthless and you are basically soon to die. The whole creation story is about eliminating toxins. First, the divine had to become toxic itself and then putrefy itself. Now we're talking alchemy. And through putrefaction, it would then illuminate itself. In your body, you go through the same thing. You have to take in a substance, and then it has to decay. Then you have to rid yourself of the toxins, and then you gain the vital essence from it to reinvigorate yourself through eliminating the toxins. All right? Now, understand how this thing plays out. Your kidneys are hindered by fucking fear. And your kidneys are located in the southern part of your torso. This dude is down in the southeast in Florida talking about he needs a kidney. 
Now, all this ties into all this other shit going on. Hurricane Harvey, Hurricane Irma, Kanika Jenkins, you know, and all the other things, tragedies, because what's the first thing that happens when a person is confronted with imminent danger? Fear arises. And what do you do when you are scared or afraid? If you walk outside of your house and there's a grizzly bear at the foot of your damn porch as you coming out your door, what you going to do? First thing, you're going to freeze. Where did they find Tanika Jenkins at? In a freezer. And if you're frozen, you cannot do what? You can't eliminate. Shut down your kidneys. On a higher level, shut down your cosmic transformation. We got one purpose, and I'm not talking to the general masses. I'm talking to those of us who are looking who to be on a higher frequency. We have one person, one purpose, elimination. That is our sole purpose. At the end of the day, elimination. The whole cosmos is waiting on us. We literally have cosmic shit running through our veins. Our DNA is shit. Excrement, something left over from somewhere else. Now we need to purify it. So a lot of these things going on, they are to scare you, to freeze you, so that you cannot continue completing what your ultimate mission is. And using the energy of the masses, which we expect them to react the way they do. But as illuminated people, we have to learn to think on a higher level when we see things that come out in the news, and so forth, that we know we already done, we done said this stuff a million times about how this is, you know, conscious, 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 consciousness. Well, you have to utilize it at times like this. You got to understand what is really going on with all of these all these different things that's playing out? Being conscious is about having the ability to be present when everybody else is not present. And present means that your mind is always online. Y'all hold on one second. Let me grab the young lion out. Hey, Big Daddy. Uh. <laughs> Have to go outside for a minute. I don't want the whole neighborhood here in my, my conversation. Because they should not be. Yeah, I got it. They shouldn't be privy. To musings of the gods. 
Let's see. What else? Let me see. What else? <laughs> this is the God Sheba the Destroyer that you're hearing giggling. He said it's all a joke. It's all a game. I agree. Okay. What else is happening? Um, now, let me tell you, give you signs of of what season we're in as far as how naturally the gods are playing out scenarios that's unbelievable. Now, listen to this headline. NFL star Antonio Cromartie welcomes his 14th child despite a vasectomy. Now, listen. Stop, boy. Now, we all know about the missiles with Osiris. He was cut up into 14 pieces. This cat, Antonio Cromartie, has just had his 14th child after he's had a vasectomy. He ain't supposed to be able to sire no more children. Now, I'm going to go from the magnificent down to the mundane. The magnificent is the whole correlation between him and Osiris. The mundane is that how viral he has, a virile he has to be a, as a man to still be father and children after, after he's had a procedure that's supposed to prevent him. Now, on the flip side, we know that the European male has problems impregnating the European woman, and she has problems with carrying children to term. As a collective, they have problems with their birth rate not outpacing their death rate, and you can see how the mundane is reflecting the cosmic. Now, this is what's going on in the real world, that we call it, the physical world. So you can see why they need to go out and put things out that show you death because they know that we've already trained you to fear death. And then on top of that, we need to show you and try to convince you that, oh, oh, you're all dying. Because the reality is that this species is dying out. It's being reabsorbed back into dark matter. And what it has to do, because it is governed by the ego, so what it has to do is constantly try to push the image that it is superior to try to convince you that it is superior, basically selling wolf tickets and to divert you from actually working on magnifying your powers. You got a sister come on here tonight and said that she dreamt what happened prior to it happening. And then I had a dream. It wasn't on the same magnitude as hers, 
But I dreamt something one night and then go to Netflix and randomly find a movie the next day that have elements of something that I dreamt the night before. Now that's power. That that's those are glimpses. No. Those are glimpses of our power. Those are glimpses stop it. Those are glimpses of the monstrous see this is a monster right here. Growl. Okay, y'all hold on while I take care of this tantrum. All right, this is True Ghetto Radio. We got babies hollering. All right. So... That's what's going on. Let's see. I had pulled up a bunch of little. Um, and I apologize, uh, Sister Tamika. I was going to do something on. I was going to talk about depression and stuff, but we're going to have to do that on another. Um, another um, go around. I wanted just to. Say something though about the Kanika Jenkins, just to reaffirm that we need to don't get caught up. I'm not saying not to just don't care, but I'm saying don't get caught up in um, things that are contrived, and the whole thing is laid out to get your attention. What I've learned about some of these folks, you know, I go in the gym. And I go, you know, I, I really, I don't like being around a whole bunch of people. I try to at least find me a place where I can have some space and nobody all up on top of me. And I try to, you know, I'll create me an exercise using whatever machine. I'll make it do something it wasn't designed to do. You know, that's been, always been my calling card. I can create stuff. So what I've learned is that they'll follow you around I don't know if it's always that they're consciously aware of what they're doing, but they want your attention by nature. I don't care how many groups put up stuff about we want to separate and we want our own. The worst nightmare for them is that you pay them no attention. It drives them crazy to not have some attention. They'll find your little blog or they'll find your post and they got to get on there and, and and voice, you know, their displeasure and whatever, whatever. They always got to have never forget that. So the, one of the worst things you can do to them is just not pay them no attention or don't pay them the attention that they want. These things are mental warfare games. And one of the mechanisms to fight a mental warfare is to understand what's going on. So one of the reasons we go and we break down 
and decode some of these so-called tragedies and things of that nature is so that we can reveal the the hidden agenda. And the hidden agenda is to try to manipulate your mind, to freeze you, to scare you, to divert you. And it's a reminder for you to stay on your path, stand on your square. And don't forget what your ultimate agenda and purpose is. Phone lines are open. We'll take a couple of quick calls if anybody got anything. 563-999-3738. Masters of the Cosmos Radio. And we are on First World Order Radio Radio. Brother Jamal, one more again. While y'all deciding if y'all got any questions, we're going to run some commercials. I want to remind you of the Automo Equinox Conference next weekend held on the Fall Equinox at Dr. and Mrs. Bay's, Eileen Bay's compound in North Carolina. You can get more details on it at com. Get over to mastersofthecosmos.com. We got some new stuff that we just added. We got all types of classes coming up. Um, let me pull up the site so I, so I can rattle them off. It's these classes that you just that's coming up. We're going to do, we had a great class. Last Friday, my first one, Intro to Metaphysics, and we're going to do that one again. Let's see. We're going to do that one again on the 22nd of September. So if you want to be a part of that class, then get over there to the website, mastersofthecosmos.com, and you can register for Intro to Metaphysics. And once you register, you'll get, I will follow up with you. Um within 48 hours and let you know how you can get into the class and get access. We also got coming up in October, Dream Decoding 101. That's going to be on October 13th. You can register for that one. We got Intro to Kabbalah on November 10th. We've got Decoding the Bible, Master Keys, Part 1. That's going to be on October 27th. And then to be announced, we're going to start doing something called Popcorn Night. And Popcorn Night is we're going to all get on online in our virtual class, and I'm going to share my screen, and we're going to watch a movie together. And we're going to decode the movie together in class. You know, a lot of people do a great job decoding movies and doing breakdowns, but what if you could actually sit and we watch the movie together and we decode that, that baby in real time? So get over to the website. I'm telling you, these classes are going to be off the chain. Um, the book is available live behind the ties. Oh, wow. 
Um, it's available on the website. It's a great introductory book to metaphysics, and it's a great way to get stopped, boy. It's a great way to um, learn about what is the true esoteric meaning behind a lot of the Christian motifs that you're familiar with. This boy right here. Well, at least he's playing my music. There you go. Playing daddy's music. Turn it down, son. Well, I'm going to have to edit the hell out of this video before I put it up on YouTube. But if anybody got any questions, closing remarks before we get out of here, just press 1. I'll bring you in. Um, but as you can see, I got my hands full here with the young lad. I had some um, some stuff I wanted to share, though. I don't know if you'll call this a poem, but something kind of hit me. And then I something else, too. I want to share with y'all before we get out of here. Um, God is a state. A state is maintained by a certain frequency. Let me say this again. Let's try this again. God is a state. A state is maintained by a certain frequency. A frequency is the result of a vibration. Vibration is movement. Movement is action. Action is a verb. God, therefore, is a verb. God must move and thus must change. Do not be resistant to change. God does what God is, becomes and is becoming. God is becoming, and what God does is become. Final thing I want to leave y'all with. This is my ghetto poetry here. I'm a slave to my email, terrorized by my text. The art of calling me is a casualty. My humanity is next. Just imagining this vanity leaves me so perplexed. And if my digitals ain't diggable, then I ain't getting no check. I check my manhood on the regular, and struggle is worn in my vest. Close to me, it comforts like Vicks on a winter cold chest. You have no clue how low I am amongst the worms and the pests. There, where the feces lay, is my home, I must confess. I'm a form of decay that won't go. I am rot that will not die. I am everything beneath your feet, and that is why I sit so high. I am that I am, being, becoming, and with every flaw, I give pause and give thanks because, God damn it, I'm Jamal. Peace and power to y'all. Remember, stay down until you get up. And when you get up, stay down. This has been another Masters of the Cosmos show here on First World Order Radio. And if the world has not ended, 
by next week, we'll be back again for another rousing session of mental and spiritual stimulation. Peace and power. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.